0: I was reading through some things today, and I saw this question. It was a would you rather. And it was, would you rather wear the same underwear or the same socks for a month? Mm. So, those are, do you... both, those,
1: those are both the sweatiest parts of my body. Right? Mm. It'd have to be socks.
0: Right? I, like, I feel like like that. I'm thinking about how gross it would feel both ways. And, like, the sock thing, I think I might be able to tolerate, like, a tiny bit more.
1: Yeah, a very disgusting disclaimer if anybody's out there listening right now. But um, if I did a month straight of boxers, the sweatiness that tends to come with that then tends to coil up the edges of my boxers, oh which, then, which then tends to rub against my inner thigh – And then tends to chafe.
0: Chafe. Mm. Chafe,
1: rash. So uh, as gross and wet and soggy and smelly as my feet would be on day 30, uh, I would absolutely take that over. The wet, chafing, soggy undergarments that would smell probably much worse.
0: (laughs) And also like
1: you don't necessarily have to smell your feet. I mean you would. Right. Like, yeah, you every... certainly
0: would after, honestly, maybe even after like three days.
1: But then every time you would go to, to go to the bathroom when you would pull down your pants, it would be like getting smacked in the face with a porta potty. So Right. You know It or... could
0: be worse actually than a porta potty. Yeah, because it, it might wouldn't be worse.
1: A, it wouldn't be like a porta potty stench. It'd be like a <laughs> it'd... grime. It'd, it'd be very gnarly quite i love how you decided to open up uh roll the credits with you said you said in pre that you wanted to do uh would you rather i said
0: i read a funny would you rather i thought that's not funny funny. that's disgusting well yeah i mean it's that our guests have tuned
1: in for two minutes and 12 seconds and they're getting smacked in the face with me talking about chafing my inner thighs due to 30 day old boxers
0: i mean that sounds like a (laughs) It is. But it also sounds like you might have a little bit of a personal problem there, buddy.
1: No, all (laughs) all people would have the same issue.
0: No, I know. I'm kidding. Ugh,
1: that's gross.
0: I know. Do you have a would you rather?
1: Hmm. Would you rather? I'll do I'll do like not a gross one.
0: That that would be really nice of you, thanks.
1: Should it be like funny or sexual or should it be like like
0: Oh whatever you want.
1: Trying to think of ones I've heard before, recently. I used to do these at work all the time. Would you rather have the ability to read minds or have the ability to time travel?
0: Oh, hmm. time travel. Really. Yeah, I don't think I want to read go? people's minds. I don't know. Everywhere. Would you Looking go f- everywhere. forward or backward? Oh, backward. I don't want to go forward. I don't want to know what the fuck that looks like. Mm. I already feel it. like we're living through an apocalypse, and I prefer to not find out what happens at the end.
1: So if you had to pick your first starting time period, it doesn't have to be like a specific <sighs> date, but a time period that you're you're going to hop in your time, you find out you time travel, you're going to hop in your machine, what's the first uh you're going
0: to. So I'm a giant history nerd, um, and I find the 1960s incredibly fascinating. So is I'd that probably like, is that hang Woodstock
1: out. Woodstock yeah, yeah, area Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Let's uh, it's around then. Yeah, I would just want to like be a little hippie in the 60s for a bit. Um, I'd like, like to check to out the that. 40s. Yeah, it's kind of predictable. I'd like to check out the 40s. Certainly the 20s. I want to be a fucking flapper, you know?
1: Yeah, I think the more I learned about the 20s. See, for me, I have a very big problem with going to a time period where I would have to have the potential of being drafted um, into the military because I wouldn't. I would chop off a limb as I've said on here before. Um, And there was a lot of drafts back for the World Wars, so I wouldn't necessarily want to be in a time like that i would love to be like the great gatsby era yes
0: you still could get drafted then but you know
1: well i'm missing a finger
0: oh okay great right we i I forgot i'm bringing you with me we're gonna time travel together
1: i would rather read minds to be fair but really yeah hell yeah if you could read people's minds and know what they were thinking i feel like that's such an advantage you would become instantly smarter
0: that's true that's true. Like you
1: would become instantly – Yeah, but what least, if someone we, was
0: like looking at you and was thinking, wow, look at that ugly motherfucker? Yeah.
1: Like I think that would help right? Like I, think, the, you I think? think that would balance out my ego and confidence. And I think okay. that if I, if I went across and had X amount of conversations with people that I know or didn't know, probably would balance out about the good and bad things people thought.
0: That's true. You're right.
1: Shut, shut the fuck up. Your haircut's stupid. You have a big head. And then that would balance out with, oh, he's funny. He's nice yeah. to look at.
0: Her. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay.
1: Like so, yeah, I think it would all – I think all around it would be beneficial to, to be able to read people's minds. I think you would have the perspective of being smarter. You would obviously know what people are thinking. You would be so when you
0: read people's minds, though, like do you have to like stare at them in the eye and then you can read their minds? Or like can you turn it off? Like what's the deal here? Because I'm just imagining myself being in like a group of people and being incredibly overstimulated and being mm-hmm. unable to hear my own self-think.
1: Right, right, right. Well, this is a made-up fairy tale. Um, oh, okay. I don't have all the answers, but if we were riffing and raffing, I would say that you can't turn it off.
0: Oh God. Um,
1: and that you would have to look at somebody for like three seconds, and if you did that, then you would be able to read their thoughts.
0: Okay, so you're not hearing every. Okay, it's
1: not That's like you're hearing it cool. like all surrounding around you.
0: Right. Okay. Okay.
1: So like I look at you for three seconds, and you're thinking like, "Shut up, get off this topic. Let's move on." Okay. You know, you look at something else, you're like, okay. So you, you would have to, like, kind of stare down the door.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, facial expressions sort of help you do that.
1: Read people's minds?
0: <laughs> I'm just f- – yeah. Well,
1: I well mean, kind yeah. of. day. Not, like,
0: reading your minds, but, like, you know.
1: How great would it be, like, to be able to go up to somebody at the bar that you thought was, like, attractive and to instantly get their, like – You would – I would know. Oh, yeah. I would, I would okay, know,
0: yeah, you're you know, right. I, I, I mean, even though drink. the bars aren't open, I'm into that.
1: Right. In like a real in in, in a non awful fucking world that we live, like if you go up to a girl and be like, "Hey, can I buy you a drink?" and you would know instantaneously by reading her mind because she's either going, "Okay, yeah, I'll get one," or "Get away from me, you creep." You know, it, that's right. it's one, it's one of those two situations. Um, and I just feel like you would be able to react to a lot of different scenarios in a much better way. It'd be kind of like the limitless pill, which that's yeah. my that's my all time. If I had one superpower, I could pick it would be that pill. I'm into it. It's just it's just brilliant.
0: It, it truly is.
1: Um, well, as uh, you know, we are here to talk about Would You Rathers. This is the Would You Rather podcast with uh, Tina and Ryan. No. Um, so this is Roll the Credits. Uh, as always, we dive into movies and actors and actresses and kind of relate it back to real life. We've been doing it long enough where if you're listening now, I'm sure you know what we're doing. Um, and this week we have Ryan Reynolds to dive into. Uh, Such
0: whatever. a babe.
1: Such a babe. And you know what? I take pride in that fact. That my name is Ryan, because there's some good Ryan's in Hollywoods. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. You know, those are some of the top two heavy. Ryan hitters.
0: Seacrest.
1: Ryan Seacrest. My mom always said she wanted me to be Ryan Seacrest.
0: Well, you're halfway there.
1: What because my name?
0: Okay, then you're like <laughs> three quarters of the way there.
1: Uh, you sit and
0: you you talk about things, you know, and you sure, talk. Sure. You could host something, you could MC things. I'd pay I you to do that.
1: I did it at Westchester for the township. It's show. true. You did. Um, yeah, those are the three probably top. But those are three good Ryans. I mean, Ryan Seacrest is probably the most wealthy. Ryan you know, and Kelly. Ryan and Kelly. and Ryan
0: and Tina. Oh, that's t- perfect. We're gonna. This is what's going to happen. One day, because of this, we are going to get a talk show.
1: It's going to be a radio talk show, though. We're not nearly as good looking as Uh-uh.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, but they could help us. Like they could do a lot to our faces.
1: If you guys saw what we look like right now, it's it's uh, quarantine. It I is had a weird smirk on my face, not because I'm happy, but because I have a horrible cut on my inner lip. Tina logged on to logged on to, to record the show today, and she's like, "Oh, you're smiling. That's not normal for you." And I was like, "I'm not smiling. I can't fucking move my lip because I'm in so much pain." Because so, you ate
0: a salty chip for lunch.
1: I don't know what happened. I went out Friday night, woke up Saturday morning, uh, looked like as if I got punched in the face. I didn't. Maybe you did. I didn't. It wasn't like that type of Ryan night. I wasn't, I was, I was pretty, pretty coherent realistically through the entire night. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if I bit my lip and whatever happened. It's brutal, um, to say the least. So, uh, Tina, if you see me foaming at the mouth during tonight's episode, I apologize. It's just because I can't control my inner glands. Quite all right. Um, because it's fucking killing me. So anyway, with enough of my lip and uh, drool, uh, we could talk a little <laughs> bit more about Ryan Reynolds. So um, uh, as always, we're super excited to dive into uh, one of the most prominent actors in the space today. He has, uh, I learned from another podcast, the top rated R comedy of all time. Deadpool Ooh. 2. 2. Okay. Technically, uh, considered a comedy, and it is the highest grossing, not top rated, I'm sorry, highest grossing, so it's made the most money okay. of all rated R comedies in the history of cinema. Um, number it's a good, three, fun fact. Deadpool 1, so obviously this guy's doing a lot of good. He's,
0: he's, he's a funny man.
1: He signed on to Deadpool 3. He's funny. He has an unbelievable gin company that he just sold for $600 million, so he's pretty good in the finances department as well. Uh, and top it all off, he is married to probably top three beauties in Hollywood for me. She would definitely make my I think, top three list in um, uh, Hollywood, Blake Lively. So he's got a lot of good things going for him. And, and as you mentioned, to top it all off, he's an absolute babe. So uh, it's Hell uh, yeah. It's exciting to dive into some of his work that we haven't seen um, so I think I'll let you go first, uh, strictly because my upper lip is throbbing, and I need to not talk for uh, a few <laughs> minutes. So uh, this is Ryan Reynolds, and you can take it away and tell me what you uh, learned first. What about you?
0: What did I learn? Well, I watched um, The Change-Up, mm. 2011 comedy starring Ryan Reynolds, Big Jason Bateman, mm-hmm. Leslie Mann, and Olivia Wilde. Big it fan. was... Big fan, big fan,
1: <laughs> big fan
0: energy. Um, it was funny. I laughed. It was heartwarming. It was your classic comedy with a dash of romance here and there with, you know, real life thrown in as well. Um, basically, the premise of the movie is uh, Jason Bateman's character's name is Dave, Dave Lockwood. And um, Ryan Reynolds' character is named Mitch Planko. And Dave and Mitch are best friends growing up. Um, Dave ends up being this, like, high-power attorney. He has a beautiful wife. He has three kids. A set of twins are part of the kids. And they're, like, little babies during this movie. And uh, Mitch is um, an actor. Um, He's not doing very well as an actor. But, you know. He makes it work. He does his thing. He's basically like a child in a man's body, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the movie, they both are like, oh, my God, like, I wish I had your life. No, I wish I had your life. So they're both, like, standing there, you know, doing their thing, whatever. And um, they pee in a fountain together. And all of a sudden, they switch bodies. Like Mitch's mind and everything is in Dave's body and vice versa. So that's the premise of the movie, and they're basically just learning from each other's lives and, like, kind of finding out, oh, maybe the grass is not greener on the other side. Um, But, you know, they are two extremes, and then eventually, like, again, like I said, they're learning about um, each other's lives and, you know, the good things that they've done and also, like, the bad things, not so great things. Um, IMDB gave it a 6.3. Ouch. Sorry. moved my leg the wrong way. Uh, I thought
1: it was 6.3, like, ouch. Like, 6.3, that's a bad score.
0: No, I just cracked my knee, and it really hurt. Um, Mm, (laughs) Yes, the joys of aging. Um, The joys of being 26. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Uh, 6.3. No, the Rotten Tomatoes score is an ouch. They they gave it a 25%. This movie's from 2011.
1: Never gives comedies good scores, I feel like.
0: No, I mean overall it was a decent comedy. It wasn't anything uh, great by any means, but
1: it's kind of what you expect.
0: Yeah, it's it's when you read what it's about, you know what you're gonna get and you get it, and it delivers. Um I also I went with IMDB, I gave it a six three. Um it's funny, it's heartwarming, um, and it teaches you life lessons and I think like the biggest one that you can pull from that is it's not always greener on the other side of the grass. No, the grass isn't always... What's that saying? Oh, Jesus.
1: It's not always greener on the other side.
0: It's yeah, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Okay. Right? Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. All right. Maybe I should stop drinking.
1: No, but you gotta um, your, you Gotta get your kombucha in.
0: I do. Absolutely. My hard kombucha. Hmm. Not just kombucha. Hard. Um... <laughs> uh but anyways so if you could switch lives with anybody you'd be like the person that you are but you'd have their body and you'd be living their life who would you do that with
1: wait don't you have don't you have their body yeah you have their body but your mind
0: yes like you are you
1: but everyone else sees them as them
0: yeah, yeah. So it'd be like if you and me switched, everyone you'd be in my body, but everyone would think that you're me.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. But you so would alive. actually
0: be yourself inside right. of my body.
1: Right. So I'm switching lives, pretty much with. Someone.
0: Yes, you're switching lives, um, but not minds.
1: Okay. Anybody in the world. Anybody. Dead or alive, or they have to be alive.
0: Dead or alive.
1: I don't know why I pretended like I was going to pick somebody that's dead.
0: Right. I was like, i that's not fun.
1: There's many, many cop-out answers that you can give. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's, I don't know if I could switch lives with one person. I think it's going to be, it's, it's going to probably be a little bit of a strange answer. But let me ask you, who do you think I'm going to pick? This would be a good game. Who do you think I'm going to pick?
0: I don't know why I think this, but I feel like you're gonna pick Howard Stern.
1: Ew! I don't want to be Howard Stern. <laughs> it's disgusting. Ew! How would I switch buys to somebody where I'm actually less attractive? That's hard to do.
0: Um. Okay, so they're gonna be more attractive than you.
1: Yes, I wouldn't. Okay. You be more attractive.
0: Well, I don't know um i don't what well, i meant i i don't know i just sort of like in my head i'm like oh well he wants to like maybe have a talk show on the radio or something so I he mean, probably just, I, like wants I, to be howard
1: stern you're close <laughs> with like the profession in terms of what he does is probably at the peak That's? Of what, what i would want no it's another good guess though I, I conan would, ew, no conan <laughs> is a six foot six redhead and he's, he's 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 as pale as anything i've ever seen
0: Okay, this learned okay,
1: okay. from the mirror. Um, I would switch with Justin Timberlake.
0: Okay, I can see uh, that.
1: He is super talented in many facets, so you can kind of get whatever you want with him. He can dance, mm-hmm. he can sing, he can act. He's done good. You know, he's been in you know strong movies and he's had strong roles in them. He is attractive, uh, and even if he wasn't super attractive, like I said, he can dance and he can sing. Yes, he's got all the money in the world, and he's married to an absolute smoke show, Jessica Biel. Um so yeah, I would pick him. He's got great friends. He's like best friends with Jimmy Fallon. Um, true. so I would pick Justin Timberlake.
0: It's a good pick. Who would you pick? It's gonna be me. Oh okay, let me guess. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. You guess.
1: Okay. Um hmm. I know somebody like likes to travel. Um because <laughs> you like to travel around the world. Definitely not working in finance.
0: Certainly not that.
1: Uh, hmm. Trying to think about who you would want to be. Um, I don't know why this name's coming to mind. I don't even know if you are a fan of hers. Say it. I think that you would switch with Emma Watson.
0: I wouldn't, but I wouldn't hate that.
1: I just figured she travels around the world. She's been to, you know, she's super smart. She's obviously super attractive. A um, mm-hmm. little bit of a, you know, a feminist, if you will.
0: Um, <laughs> Am I a feminist? I'm just I kidding. think you
1: err on the side of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be my number one guess. I'm, in, I'm intrigued to see who you're gonna pick.
0: So I'm a little bit torn between two people, but I think one's edging the other out. Uh, I'm gonna be Shakira.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't think I would have picked that. Is the, is the other one J-Lo? <laughs> <laughs> nah, the it's the, yeah. um, no, it's not.
0: Yeah. No, okay. You're going to hate this other one. But I'm going to yeah. just say it anyway. If, anyways, if you just... say
1: Laura Dern. <laughs> no, 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 world, no, no,
0: no, no, no. I was not going to say Laura Dern. She's older. World world. No, 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 no. Um, Chrissy Teigen, because I think she's fucking no. hilarious. No. She, like cooks all day she's married to john legend okay i mean like, let's be real uh, mm-hmm.
1: Loves mm-hmm. you. okay i'm sorry I'm, a, I'm not just timberlake so i can't sing. <laughs>
0: um no but i mean sort of along the same lines. shakira can dance mm-hmm. kill her body she vocal. knows multiple languages oh yeah her oh, mm-hmm. man uh she can, what did I say, sing and dance? She can do both. She has the okay. IQ of a genius.
1: Does she really?
0: Yeah. She's married to Gerard Piquet, who is an extremely attractive uh, soccer player.
1: Footballer, yes.
0: Footballer for Real Madrid. No. Barcelona. That was embarrassing. Um. Yeah. Anyways. She does her thing. She's beautiful. She's, also- She's smart.
1: I just saw something about her that she, like, has, like, uh, I think, like, uh, maybe multiple of her own companies and has helped, like, underprivileged children across the yes. world as well in, in different scenarios. Um,
0: yeah, she's but, done stuff with UNICEF as well. She's just, like, 10 she, out of 10 would recommend.
1: She's crazy, too, because she's, like, really stayed under the radar for how great she is as She well. has.
0: And I just thought of another person so that I would totally tweet out. Yeah, Alicia Keys.
1: Mm, they're all kind of along the same. They
0: are. Like they are i'm just like wow yeah
1: a lot of talent yeah Mhm. big booties yeah they all have big booties i don't have um, one of those you're gonna lock in with shakira
0: yeah i'm gonna lock it in with shakira
1: i'm gonna lock in with, with justin timberlake my hips uh,
0: don't lie
1: i'm trying to think of some other contenders the rock i thought about but I don't okay i have all that pressure and it's
0: too many muscles
1: um it can't I'll- be
0: comfortable
1: Trump, i'd love to be um i'm kidding <laughs> uh, oh my god no i was but,
0: like okay i'm gonna um exit the the session right now
1: i actually thought of jimmy fallon as well he obviously is yeah you know kind of just loves life and stuff but he's had he's had some issues of his own uh in the past and i don't want to take all those on so hmm You're going to stick with Shakira, and I will stick with Justin Timberlake if we had the chance to piss in a fountain with them and and switch lives. Yep. How do you think they would fare if they had to switch lives with us? (laughs) What do you think Justin Timberlake would do if he woke up with a massive cut in his lip and uh, he was now smaller in size, uh, had a dog, lived in a one-bedroom apartment in Philadelphia, and was uh, head of a recruitment team? How do you think he'd fare?
0: I think he'd be pretty confused. Mm -hmm. Um I want to give him some credit and feel like maybe he would like it for a little bit,
1: maybe you think he'd be able to get me a date, In Probably. My body. yeah, with his, with his confidence, but i yeah lost. he can't sing and dance because I can't sing and dance
0: well, that's true well yeah, I think he could got, do
1: it a that a lot of money to swindle women,
0: yeah he could- do. He, i he could do it he has enough charm.
1: And then Shakira wakes up in Conchahokan with three three male roommates. And,
0: and plants.
1: And log, log on to secure servers to do whatever you do at Numbers every day. <laughs> drinking hard kombuchas. <laughs> Dear I, don't know God. How, I don't know how she would fare either. Because you would wake up in some sort of island, I'm sure, somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know where I'd be. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, she's got the uh, – IQ, a genius, I'm sure she'd figure it out and mm. succeed.
1: It's true.
0: She might succeed a little bit better than me.
1: She might. I'll have but her that's...
0: study for me.
1: Yeah. Well, one can dream, right? One yes. Can dream. But I'm sure as the story tell, is told and Change Up, they have things in their lives that we are not aware of that they struggle with uh, mm-hmm. every day. I mean – timberlake has been in the been in the news with some marital issues. I'm sure Shakira isn't all perfect. So
0: no, she got in trouble for taxes or something
1: from some mor- country. Moral of the story is, guys, you know, if you're listening out there, is to yeah. I'm sure there's people that you know you can. You know, it does kind of show you that in, in, in all seriousness, the movie is I think, uh, especially at our age, we find ourselves kind of comparing a lot of timelines um, yep. in terms of what not obviously what famous people are doing, but um, I just thought
0: that? of a funny story.
1: Okay, let me finish my sincere. I'm going to um, not famous people, but you know, people in our lives as we're, you know, kind of figuring out the I think trials and tribulations of, of being our age and see people, you know, friends getting engaged and, and people you went to high school with having, you know, babies and, um, you know, people further along in their careers or, you know, whatever the case may be. And then people can look at you and be like, oh, wow, you know, they got things that I would, and I think it's just, it's just important to pause and reflect on what you have, what you've been able to do. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just because you're not at, situation x y and z doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong and they're doing it right or or you're doing it right and they're doing it wrong i think everybody's uh path and timeline is different everybody um you know goes through different things for different reasons and i think it's important to to realize and and take a pause and reflect and count your blessings and be grateful and i think it's especially more important in these times because it's gonna be tough Uh, you know i had I had a a long day last week and it was just like everything, it wasn't a great day and it was just like working from home again. And I was just frustrated and I was like, what the fuck? And I was just like, kind of had to take a step back and pause and be like, okay, you're in a pandemic. You just moved to a very nice loft, which, you know, is, isn't, isn't cheap by any means. And Mm -hmm. you got a great dog and you still are employed in a space that isn't, you know, necessarily thriving right now. And, you know, you're in a great city in Philadelphia, your family's healthy, you're healthy. It's going to be okay. You know, just, just take a pause and reflect. And I think that as silly as that movie is, but as, 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 you know, kind of get what you want out of it, which is, you know, kind of what comedies usually do. I think it -hmm. it, it does shine light on, on uh, some real truth behind, you know, kind of what to, uh, what to do in, in kind of uh, these times when things are very different for, for people all around you.
0: Yeah, most certainly. Um,
1: What's your funny story now?
0: <laughs> not to take away from that uh, nice s- sentiment, mm. um, but uh, my friend had a baby um, the other day, I think a few days ago. Regardless, um, I got a text at about three or four in the morning on a Saturday night um, that she had had her baby, and I was... <laughs> more than a few sheets to the wind, and I just sat there, and now that I'm saying it out loud, it's not as funny as what it was in that moment. Um,
1: That's that's a ridiculous saying, by the way.
0: I know. I thought it was funny. Um, It's not – I don't understand (laughs) it, actually, to be honest.
1: I I don't know what the fuck you just said.
0: (laughs) When you're like two sheets to the wind, that means you're like fucked up.
1: That's. I mean, I I got it, but I don't. I mean, I
0: guess, like, I don't know. You're like a sheet in the wind. It's sort of like, um, what's that Katy Perry song? You're a a plastic plastic bag. bag. (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: What is it? Yeah, like you're a plastic bag in the wind. Whatever you are. On the ocean.
1: Big way. It's a different song. It
0: It is. That's not the same. That's a fight
1: song. Yeah. Bro. Okay, I'm sorry. Um. It's okay, so you're you're, uh, you're a paper a pl- bag
0: floating through a plastic bag floating. It's through definitely the a
1: plastic bag. It's but pl- I can't I, I can't get the rhythm.
0: Do you? Ever feel-
1: Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Wasting. I don't know the next line.
0: I don't either. It's gonna drive okay. me insane. Anyways, so it's, it's there I am.
1: We're gonna log off here, uh, <laughs> here. Okay, so there you are. You're you're working the from the wind.
0: Yep, I'm I'm a plastic bag floating in the wind. I'm I'm not on this planet, and I get this text, and she sends me a picture of her baby, and he's adorable, and you know, like he's here. You know, whatever, happy shit, mm-hmm. and. I just sat there cracking up and I was like, oh my God, like we're the same age and this is her life. She has to keep, she literally just expelled a human from her body and yeah, is expelled like, expelled a human. <laughs> expelled a human. And she has to keep it alive now. It's good. Like,
1: it's so it's wild. Cool you like, relies on, like, she. Could you truly imagine like a life where like you would be, be able to handle that right now? no like there's no part of my life physically emotionally or financially where i am prepared to have a child
0: no same and i just started laughing hysterically because i thought the dichotomy of it was so funny literally she's like probably awake feeding this baby letting me know that he's here and there i am like fucked up like a goddamn degenerate in our age. Yeah, yeah, she's been married for a few years now and she's
1: wow.
0: got a great job. And, you know, I think maybe her masters. I don't know if she has like, her do masters. You, do you
1: yearn for any parts of that?
0: No, not right now. No. no. I mean, like, maybe not. No, not even. Like, I don't yearn for marriage. Certainly not. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it'd be I nice. Like, I, you know, a relationship. Okay, maybe. I'd be open to that. I'm yeah. not like, yeah, let's get, like, let's not hop into, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm open yeah. to it.
1: That's what I say. I say, like, I'm finally open for the potential of something worthwhile.
0: Yes. Yes. Like, I
1: mean, I have no desire to, to, to start or be in a relationship that isn't, you know, that isn't going to progress to something serious because at our point in our life, that just seems silly right. to me. It's like, you know, you can fuck around. or, you, So I'm definitely open to the potential of something like that, but – um. You know i don't think necessarily like i definitely don't yearn for um i definitely don't yearn for marriage or children at all
0: no definitely like i just
1: like I, and i even have i even have friends that are uh you know kind of in you know my age and you know one of my best friends just bought a house which is awesome but like i also don't want to buy a house in the city like i don't no. yearn to have that like i when i buy my house like i i foresee it being i don't know where but like not in a city really and I wouldn't want to own a house at this age. Like, I don't really feel like I want that.
0: No. Deep. I mean, you have a dog, and that's even like miles above me, I feel like. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, he has a dog.
1: Um, if you guys did hear the Sports Center alert, I apologize. I have my phone open to try to play the Katy Perry lyrics so that we know what it is and the Miami Heat have just won in overtime on a game-winning block. Um, by okay, I thought it
0: was sorry. my phone because I got the same alert, and I was like, mm-hmm. did I turn that sound on? That's crazy. Um, that he is. 12
1: <laughs> going into the fourth quarter, and they won by two, and Bam Adebayo rejects Jason Tatum's game-tying attempt.
0: Good. Fuck Jason Tatum and fuck the Boston
1: Celtics. <laughs> I fucking hate Jimmy Butler, though.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, same, but – it's fine, because the Lakers are going to wipe their asses in the finals.
1: Mm-hmm. I got the Clippers coming. But anyway, here we go. This is what we're missing. I don't know. I don't know what i do. What'd you do? I don't know. I'm sorry. It's coming. I think I just accidentally bought firework. <laughs> you think that's what she said.
0: Yeah, I meant to say that's what he said. But mm-hmm. in either way, it's not funny anymore. It's not. Let's it say- wasn't funny. No it sad. wasn't funny saying that's what he said either.
1: I I have never it. heard her say that. Nobody no girl's ever said that to me. <laughs> 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 it's ah. Supposed to be a joke. Okay. Do you ever feel like
0: drifting through the wind? Oh, drifting.
1: Drifting through the wind. Starting, do you ever feel so paper thin, wanting to start again, like a house of cards, one blow from caving in? They're fine music lyrics and just read them out loud, like without the tune.
0: Do you ever <laughs> yeah, feel it's like, like a
1: plastic bag, drifting through the wind, wanting to start again? Do you ever feel, feel so paper thin, like a house of cards, one blow from caving in? Do you ever feel... Already buried, deep, six feet under, screams, but no one seems to hear a thing. Do you know that there's still a chance for you? Because there's a spark in you. You just gotta ignite the light and let it shine. Just own the night, like the 4th of July.
0: (laughs) Sounds like a combination between a shitty poem (laughs) and spoken word.
1: Okay, well, we've gone on off at a huge tangent there, um, and hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. But you watched the change up and you locked in a 6.3, a very heartfelt three, yep. the movie, right? Yes, sir. So, I watched the exact opposite uh, of that for Ryan Reynolds and for the movie. I watched something called The Captive from 2014. Nobody smiled in the movie once. I did not <laughs> at all enjoy one second of it. It was a dark, disturbing film about child pornography rings and child abduction. Oh um so pretty much the movie starts off uh they, they live in canada and it's always snowy and, and super cold there and ryan reynolds is a disheveled father married uh to a disheveled mother That's How it kind of opens up and you quickly realize that uh their their only daughter was was abducted when she was about nine years old oh wow uh, you quickly realize that it happened on the father's watch and the mother forever blamed the father and they stayed married and talked on the phone, but they, she couldn't get past it. Every time she saw him, she just kind of, uh, had hate in her heart for him. And it wasn't really necessarily his fault. And this isn't me spoiling the movie. You see it very early on that they stop at the diner, uh, every week after her, um, ice skating practice to, to, to get a pie. And they stopped in and he was in there for about three minutes to pick up their cherry pie. And when he came back, she was gone. Um, so clearly abducted again was shown in the beginning of the movie. And also in the beginning of the movie, they make it known that she's not dead, that she has been abducted. But Oh,
0: then that's terrifying. even more terrifying, I think.
1: And pretty much the story then turns into her growing up. She was missing for nine years. So she was nine. And then from nine to 18, she was in this basement, in this locked door. And she becomes the spoken uh, kind of lead recruiter for – Child abduction rings. Um, so she's kind of like their poster child for recruiting and, and luring in other children, as disturbing as that is. So Ryan Reynolds plays Matthew. He's the father. Rosario Dawson um, is the detective in the movie, and she does play a key part as well. Also, I always for I forgot how beautiful Rosario Dawson is. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that, that was that was the only part of the movie that was enjoyable, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. She plays a detective and she's a lead detective in uh child pretty much abduction pornography. Like that's kind of her day to day role, which is, I can't imagine some of the stuff that, that, you know, she sees and they do kind of allude to that is, is kind of how, you know, fucked up, you know, her mind is at times because of her job. So it goes throughout that and you know that she's alive and, the father has never given up on finding her and it's kind of uh, like the tale of trying to find her throughout the movie. So, um, you know, without spoiling the ending that that's kind of the basis of the movie. Uh, very dark. Like I said, it's always snowing. It's always dark. It's always cold. That makes the movie kind of have the setting of like not fun. The mother is always crying. The father is always looking disheveled. Um, and the, the guy that abducts her is, is I guess, cast very well because he's, just incredibly creepy looking. <laughs> um, so that, that's the basis of the movie. IMDb gave it a 5.9 rotten tomatoes. Like yours gave it a 30%. Um, the lead acting Rosario Dawson, Ryan Reynolds, the the wife, they, they all were really solid, but the secondary act, you know, kind of actors in the movie in terms of the secondary detective who played a pretty key role uh, Cass, who plays the daughter and, um, they they weren't that great. They weren't that believable. I thought that their kind of nuances and kind of their their ticks about who they were were very strange. A lot of loose ends that didn't get tied up ever. I hate um, that. So it was just kind of it was it was very strange. Um, so it, like I said, five point nine thirty percent. But at the at the end of the day, it was it was a well made movie, and you know it wasn't. You know there was movies that I've watched where I was like, this is this is awful. This none of this is tying together. Like it's, Margaret. It's, Margaret, Margaret, um, Wakefield, as as, Margaret. As, sh- <laughs> as shitty as the premise of the movie was, you can't have that affect your score because right. not every movie can be rainbows and butterflies and,
0: you know, mm-hmm. comedies
1: and things like that. So I locked it into the 6.1. Um, okay. I think it just got over the six threshold. It, I wouldn't recommend it unless you want to feel weird. Um, <laughs> well, did you if-
0: feel weird today? Uh, do you have any recommendations on how I do that?
1: And it's kind of hard to tie it back to real life. But I guess the real life aspect of it is, you know, not necessarily Ryan Reynolds' piece. You know, we're not – you're not a mother. I'm not a father. I am to my daughter dog. um, (laughs) I was
0: like, oh, wait. Are you
1: going to
0: tell me something?
1: But Rosara Dawson's character, like I mentioned, plays this really, really difficult – has this really, really difficult career where she's looking at children being murdered and abducted and – you know, assaulted, uh, every day. And, uh, I'm just curious about jobs like that, not necessarily that one, but some of the tougher jobs like, uh, you know, homicide in the police being, you know, kind of in the child, uh, space child services, even where they have to kind of take, you know, parents uh, and and kids and separate and things like that. Is that, is that a job you think that you'd be ever able to, to kind of do on a day-to-day basis, the wear and tear of, uh, of something like that?
0: No, because the wear and tear of just literally the world. I, I feel like the world is on my back most of the time. I don't know. I mean, so you know I have a background in politics. Well, that's what I studied in undergrad and stuff and um, you know I, I did a little stint at the United Nations and it was really incredible in the sense that I learned so much there. but I also learned how hard it is to make change in the world. And how hard you have to work, and how much time needs to be put in just for the tiniest little bit of change. And it's not that I don't want to do that. Um, it's just, it is hard to watch that every single day.
1: Yeah. It is
0: hard to sit there and listen to you about how women in, um, you know, like Ghana have uh, a much harder time getting access to. Um, uh, like an OBGYN or just literally any women's health care and knowing that their rates for ovarian cancer, are like five times as much as the United States or something. And that that's just a number I threw out there. I don't, mm. that's not fact checked. So please fact check me um, or don't, you don't have to, I don't care either way. Um, regardless, you know, it's things like that. It's knowing about that all the time. And it's just like, man, like, we are in such a great situation, like you and me. We have our, we have our You know, we have everything that we could possibly need, um, and it's like right at our fingertips. And there's just so many people in the world that don't have that. And it's not that I want to ignore that. Um, I most certainly don't want to ignore that. But I don't think I could spend every single day thinking about it.
1: Mm, yeah. I get what about rough- you? I wrestled with it because obviously it's so terrible, those types of, of roles where there's so much weighing on your mind. I think it, I think there's certain jobs that it becomes impossible to not take home with you. And yeah. I'm a big proponent of, uh, you know, and, of, of, of to have a successful kind of mental health, uh, depending on your job, unless you're like super high up in something, you know, you can't have good mental health if you're always taking your job home. Uh, it, exactly. it's obviously a lot easier for us as as young professionals um you know but even then it's it's tough that way
0: right. and then even
1: especially when you have when you have a family bring bringing work home all the time is is tough to, to kind of keep mm-hmm. keep strong and, and kind of keep family ties so you know i wrestle mm-hmm. with that and because with those jobs it feels impossible where you can't you're not always taking it home it's not always yeah. on your mind it's not affecting you at the dinner table. It's not affecting you at you know bedtime or mm-hmm. you know, talking to your kids when you're putting them in bed or, or talking to your partner before you go to sleep. Like for me, those I feel like that would always be weighing on me. However, then on the flip side of it, those types of roles and positions, the reward must feel so much better than yeah. any average job reward can. You know, for you, you're in finance. You know, your reward is you pretty much know what you're supposed to do on a day-to-day basis. Like yeah, that's it. You got to get it done, right? Yep. For me, you know, I, I'm finding people jobs and there's a small reward with that. Um, but this type of stuff is life-changing for yep. who, whatever we're talking about. Um, and, you know, I think it's just wrestling with with what what you prioritize. I think if you're prioritizing a family and you're prioritizing sanity, realistically, um, I don't think I'd be able to do it. But if you're a career-focused person, and there's a lot of those people out there who don't want a family, who want to be career-focused and who want to try to make a change in the world, I do think that you would be able to do that because I think
0: that when you have
1: success in the job, that reward must be so much higher and must be so much more euphoric of a moment than anything we would ever Mm -hmm. be able to feel, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I, I eventually want to transition back to, you know, something more nonprofit esque and something where you are helping people. Um, But not, not at the social work level for sure. That's, that's, I think where the line draws to be like getting too much for me. I think I want to be more in the background of all of that, not, on the forefront um, because I just, I can't imagine that Um, I actually, I heard a great quote the other day um, and it was, you're always replaceable at work. You're never replaceable outside of work. Mm. And I was like, damn that hits.
1: Very true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big, I I, I don't ever foresee myself going back to school. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think the classroom for me was the traditional kind of high school in four years but if i were to go back to school and i think you know kind of along this level i, I think i'd go i would like to go back and kind of look into psychology um i think being a therapist what about
0: anthropology just kidding
1: no absolutely not the study of rocks um
0: that's anthropology that's, that's is not geology. rocks. that's geology
1: so, so sorry anthropology study of cultures and, and people yeah people, right? yeah mm-hmm. no not anthropology i hate anthropology 101 clearly as i thought <laughs> it, I rocks
0: um
1: but I you, see know, you
0: being a therapist
1: yeah I, I also could i mean i think that it's a, a crazy amount of a school and and you know kind of you know like a lot it's of my, two
0: years of grad school
1: but then my I friend's
0: think, just doing it now
1: he you can do it me up what's going on it's back-to-back things I said. You're just correcting me on it. It's outrageous. <laughs> no, um, but, yeah, I mean, that'd be the one thing where I think, you know, sitting with people and, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, therapists must hear so much negativity all the time. negative. negativity. Oh, yeah. It's you know, spin it into a positive manner. Um, but I think that makes a difference. And I think that's work that's probably difficult to not take home with you. But I could see myself Hell, yeah. doing something like that. That's it. That's I all pay I to you write. to
0: be my therapist. I
1: think you? Well, i don't know you said, you said it's only two years so i'm gonna go back to school
0: and become a therapist
1: see if you do it right though like become a therapist and you like a good therapist you make some good money i feel like hell yeah but also i feel like there's therapists that are like like kind of within that social worker realm that make like mm-hmm. that $15 makes... an hour
0: yeah you don't want that
1: no i don't want that i want to hear celebrities talking about their problems
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Well, if you uh, like books, um, you should read a book or you could listen to it because I have it on Audible and I can uh, slide you my login. But it's called Maybe You Should Talk to Somebody. Um, and it's about a woman who's a therapist. It's her memoir. And she talks about like a bunch of different patients that she's had. And one of them is – Pretty well-known. I mean, I don't know. Like, she doesn't use his name or anything, but Mm -hmm. he's, like, a writer in Hollywood. So, Mm. I mean, she's out there. Anyways, highly recommend.
1: Okay. I'll take a look into it. Um, All right. Well, that does it for The Captive uh, with Ryan Reynolds. So, very different. I think it shows his acting, uh, you know, kind of experience and and range. Yes. um, To go from – the change up to the captive and, and obviously everything he's doing now. I think he's really hitting his stride. Deadpool one, two and three are, are, is one of the biggest franchises that is out there um, today. So I'll lock that in at 6.1. You at a 6.3 and that does it for this, uh, this Ryan Reynolds recap. Um, yes, will have it does. Another, another Ryan to look into soon. Um, but as we all know, it is time for some good news tidbits with Tina. Good news tidbits.
0: All right. Um, in a world first, Australia launched millions of $1 donation dollars to encourage Australian consumers to give to charities. This is what the um, the $1 charity coin looks like. Nice. So it's millions of dollars that will go to charities. Um, Brazilian surfer Maya <sighs> Gabira? We're going to go with that. Uh, breaks the world record for the largest wave surfed by a woman 73 and a half feet wow can you imagine 73 and a half feet of water and you are no. riding that shit no i couldn't i think i would cry i mean <laughs> like a 10 foot wave i think kind of scares me that's a little bit big
1: yeah, I could, I couldn't. I mean, I can't even stand on a surfboard in water. So.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. I, I mostly meant just even just the size of the wave itself is like kind of. Fuck satisfying.
1: it. Fuck it. I'm switching with her. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting in her body and riding that wave.
0: You're riding that. All right. Global that.
1: This is disturbing. Riding that. Ride it, cowboy. Ride. Ride. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, okay. Global AIDS deaths decreased again last year. Deaths fell by five point four percent between twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, and they're the lowest they've ever been since nineteen
1: ninety-three.
0: Sweet? Yep. Zimbabwe has banned coal mining operations in its eleven national parks, which is a major conservation win. A four-year study in Botswana found cattle with eye marks painted on their behinds are less likely to be killed by predators. Please look at how hilarious this is.
1: So what is it? Like a tramp it's stamp? cattle. For, yeah. For basically.
0: Cattle? Yeah, but it's like eyes.
1: Oh, wow, that's hilarious, actually.
0: It's really funny.
1: <laughs> and so they're, and they're, less, they're less likely to get hunted because of that?
0: Yeah. Because they have eyes on their butts. Um, And that's it.
1: That's it? Eyes on the butts is the last one?
0: Nope, there's one more. Hungary's researcher Roscoe wins an award for a procedure that could cure blindness, and it already has entered clinical trials. That's pretty sweet.
1: That is pretty sweet.
0: Science is cool.
1: Very good. Thank you for those good news tidbits, Tina. Um, and the last order of business is the wheel, of the course. The wheel. All oh, right, let's see what we got. So my wheel reset. So if it's somebody we've already done, we're going to have to re-spin, just so you know. Okay. It's not really spinning well. It's kind of trickling like an old man's urine stream.
0: <laughs> what a horrendous comparison.
1: You're going to have to help me out if we've done this, but I, I don't think think we have we might have have we looked into jason sudeikis before yeah neither of us know yeah yeah yeah. we we did i I watched we we
0: watched a movie with him um
1: i know we looked into his wife
0: oh maybe that's it
1: i don't know if
0: we did olivia Wilde, right
1: yes we did olivia Wilde. sorry guys this is very
0: this is embarrassing no we did not do uh, jason
1: yeah i don't think we did Okay, cool. We got Jason Sudeikis. All right. Married to the beautiful Olivia Wilde, and has kind of in that same realm as you know, kind of the versatile comedian, but also has played some serious roles as of late. Um, I kind of put him up there with Bateman and, and even Ryan Reynolds in terms of uh, you know kind of some of the stuff he's done. He was in the movie that we that um, our friend from Korea watched, sleeping with Dustin. With our Yep. That's, yeah, that's
0: I watched that movie as well. Yes, and I can't remember which movie it was because we've watched so many.
1: It's Sleeping with Other People. I just said that.
0: Oh, you did great,
1: yeah, but we never watched that.
0: No, yeah, um, but Alison Bree is in it. Yeah,
1: he watched it for Allison Bree. Yeah, we okay. watched Horse girl.
0: yeah. Oh, god, that was a <laughs> horrendous movie.
1: Um, okay, so we're gonna look into Jason Sedakis next week. Uh, very exciting to see kind of what he has done. Uh, but that does it for this episode of Roll the Credits. We're working on getting um, some more uh, people, so me and Tina can stop uh, talking. Obviously, we've lost our minds a little bit on this episode, so we oh, apologize we most certainly have. for some of the tangents that we have gone on, but we appreciate as always. I know we're we're, we're getting a lot of listeners from around the world. so we we uh, you know we we really appreciate the support um we're in a lot of different charts we were able to get back in the top 100 in the u.s this week which um all i can say is thank you i think <laughs> so uh we're gonna get to keep working over here and and uh, hopefully soon enough i'll be like ryan seacrest and tina will be like kelly ripa we can dream um all right so that does it as always follow your orders wear your mask register vote. to vote All those things that I'm sick of talking and hearing about, quite frankly, Um, over the state of 2020 and the state of the world. uh, Anybody that is on the West Coast that is listening, please stay safe. Those fires are scary. The pictures are unworldly. Um, You know, I can imagine, you know, just another thing going on. And I know hurricane season is approaching us and we have five hurricanes out there in the oceans doing. And and I know there's one getting pretty close to, to Louisiana and Alabama again. So everybody out there listening in those areas of the world, please stay safe. Um, we and in other safe.
0: areas of the world, we're certain there are <laughs> shit things yes. going on there. so wherever you are, please 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 stay safe.
1: Yes we, uh, we appreciate our listeners and thank you so much. As always, I'm Ryan and I'm Tina. All right we'll see you next week with Jason.